This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I feel like my job is to heal out loud and be so much myself that every woman who encounters Girl Just Heal feels that she has no other choice but to heal and grow and evolve into the best version of herself because that's exactly what she's surrounded by the moment she enters this space. Hey, homegirls, welcome to the Girl Just Heal podcast. I'm Nimoya Bazin and Chad, listen. So how are y'all doing? How are you healing? How are you feeling? Drop me a comment in the comment section. Let me know all the things. Y'all already know, baby, it is time to check in, okay? So check in with me in the comments. Drop a review if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And just let me know how you are feeling. Let me know how you are doing, how you have been navigating this healing journey and how you have just been navigating life. I want to know all the things. Um, And then really quick, let me just say this. So if you are not a part of the Girl Just Heal Facebook community, listen, you are missing out on just a phenomenal treat. We stand at over 320,000 homegirls, but there is still room for you. So if you are listening right now and you are not a part of that community, baby, come on and join the community. Get on the inside of this community. So many beneficial things happen inside of this community. When I say the homegirls show up for one another, that's exactly what I mean. Like the homegirls outdo themselves every single day and I just love it so much so this is just my little shameless plug go ahead and join the Facebook community if you're not already a part of it and you will not be disappointed okay so let's go ahead and get into the episode we are going to start by reading a homegirl review so it's time to shout out a homegirl and this review comes from Tay Baby 219 and it says everything that I need to heal. And Tay Baby sent a five star rating. Thank you so much, Tay Baby, for that. All right. So she says, as a 33 year old woman that didn't know that I needed to heal, this is so empowering for me to start this healing journey. You have touched on so many topics that I needed to hear that relate to my life, and it brings tears to my eyes and chills to my body. You are truly blessed and favored, and I am so thankful to have found your podcast. Oh, 
Tay Baby 219. Thank you so much for that review. It warms my heart. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you for just letting me hear your heart and just leaving that review. And I pray that God blesses you as you are on your healing journey. Baby, let's heal, grow, and evolve together because that's what we do here at Girl Just Heal. And so, Come and join the family. Well, you already a part of the family home, girl. Like you already on the inside. So let's just continue to heal together, grow together and evolve together. All right. So now it is time to get into the most favorite part of the episode. Y'all already know. Y'all already know it is time for the prayer cards. Prayer cards. It is time for the prayer cards. Prayer cards. Eight. Eight. Prayer cards. Prayer cards. Eight. 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 It is time for the prayer cards, y'all. So get ready, get ready, get ready for these prayer cards. Y'all, let me tell y'all, one of the homegirls told me that her daughter, she said, my 12-year-old daughter was like, mama, I wish you would just stop singing because... Like you, you singing this song a lot. And she said, I looked at her like, girl, it's time for the prayer cards. That made me laugh so much because it be so many people that just be singing it. Like even my close friends and family, like they just be walking around and we can be somewhere. Like me and my best friend was together the other day and I was just sitting in her house and all of a sudden she was like, prayer cards, prayer cards. Hey, and I'm like, okay, girl, you better sing the prayer card song. Okay. So. All right, let's get into it. This scripture comes from Psalm chapter 37, verse 5. And it says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. If girl just heal ain't taught me nothing. It has taught me that this scripture reigns true. Commit everything that you do to the Lord. Trust him. Okay, these are instructions. First, you got to commit everything you do to him. Then you have to trust him. And then he is going to help you. He's going to help you along the way. Sometimes we have it backwards because we feel like, well, Lord, you just leaving me out here to dry. Like you, you not coming and helping me and I'm praying and I'm asking you to come and show up. And we ain't even did what this scripture said. It says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Then you have to trust him, not commit everything you do to the Lord. And then you complain about it a little bit, or you try and you, you try to go and you try to fix it yourself. You try to go and make things happen yourself because we want the credit for when things take place. But baby, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. We're going to pull that up in another version. Let's go to another version of this scripture. That was Psalm chapter 37, verse five. So we're in the New Living Translation version. And it says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. All right, let's try the Amplify version. Amplify says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also and he will do it. Come on, (laughs) commit your way to the Lord. Everything you got, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also, and he will do it. 
Mm, listen, that scripture satisfies my soul. It really does. Like it makes my soul so happy because I know it to be true. Once you commit everything you are doing to God, he is going to, if it's in his will, okay, if you are doing the things that he called you to do, if you are doing the things that glorify him, you commit it to him, you trust him, he going to bless it and he going to help you through it. He going to help you get through whatever it is you are going through, but you have to commit it all to him. Meaning just give everything to him. And I feel like I say that a lot on the podcast and a lot of these scriptures that we do with the prayer cards have really just come back to that where we have to give everything to him. And I feel like I say that a lot because we we don't fully understand that we have to give everything to God. Like we still be out here trying to do things our way. We still be out here trying to figure it out. We still be out here saying like, nah, I got it. Like I don't need no help. And I don't know what that is about us, but like, I think all of us have a little bit of that where we feel like we don't need no help, but commit everything you are doing to the Lord. Trust him and watch how he show up for you. Okay. Watch how, watch how God comes through for you. I know it to be true. I've done it in my life and I can tell when I really just did it and, and committed to him because it was a lot of times in my life where I said I committed to God, everything I was doing, but I really didn't because I was still trying to be in the driver's seat, still trying to do things and all of that. But when I really committed it to him, I can tell a big difference in my life. And I know that like, yeah, I really committed everything that I was doing to God and the reason why I know is because the results that I'm getting. So that's a way that you can tell that you have committed it to him. You have trusted him and he going to help you through it. But he's also going to give you those results that you've been wanting. OK, so let's go ahead and get into this episode, y'all. So now, OK, what we're going to talk about in this episode, I've been thinking about it and ruminating on this for months. OK, I, I had tried to do this episode months ago and it just God took me in a, a different direction but here lately this episode has been coming back to my mind and I'm like I cannot forget to like do it which I don't just forget to do this episode or cover this topic it's just that you know sometimes it God just take us in a, another direction and that's okay with me but this episode we're going to talk about closure Okay, closure. And let me just start off by saying that there are a lot of opinions. There are a lot of different, you know, ideologies about some people say you don't need closure. Some people say you do need closure. Some people tell you to run from closure. And it's just so many different opinions and things out there. But one of the things that I found, and let me just say this before I even get into that, I was one of the people who was like, mm, you might not need closure. Like you can just go on about your life and it'll be all okay. Listen, I, so, okay, let me just say, I'm, I'm not just totally on the opposite end of that spectrum, but what I will say is life has taught me in these past couple of months that sometimes closure is necessary. And one of the situations that I went through, I was holding on to something from like over 10 years ago. And I would tell myself that I was okay with not receiving an apology. I would constantly tell myself every day that this didn't make or break me. Like I was okay. I was moving on with my life. Nothing was going to hold me back. 
until I got that apology. When I got the apology, it just brought up so much for me why closure was necessary for me. Because what I thought I had healed from, all of the progress I thought I had made way back then with not receiving this apology, with not having this conversation, with not receiving this closure, all it did was magnify. When I received this closure and received this apology, it really magnified the fact that I have been going all of these years and I haven't been my best self in different relationships in my life, romantic relationships, platonic relationships, because I didn't have this closure. And now that I got this closure, I have grown even in the short time of a couple of months, I have grown and grown. And I'm like, wow, that really sat on me. And so I got into this mode where I started looking up closure. Like I've been researching closure in relationships and not even just romantic relationships. This can be friendships. This can be family relationships. This can be situationships, associateships, just any of them ships. Okay. Closure sometimes is necessary in all of those areas of relationships, whether romantic, whether platonic. And so I've been doing some research and I looked up the definition. Now I do have an article that I'm going to refer to, but the definition of closure that I found. And it is so important. Listen, when I read this definition, I was hollering. Okay. It says the, that closure is the feeling of acceptance that allows you to move on when a relationship ends. And remember, we not just talk about romantic relationships. Let me read it again. The feeling of acceptance that allows you to move on when a relationship ends. That is what closure is. And sometimes we do not have that acceptance to move on and we ruminate on the relationship that came to an end. We sit and we try to figure out what went wrong. We sit and we try to figure out why am I feeling this way? Why do I have these feelings about this person? Why do I get mad when I see this person? Why can't I sleep at night? Why can't I eat? Why don't I have an appetite? Why am I getting so mad and frustrated? It's because Something in you needs that closure, but society has told us and, you know, people in our lives have even told us that you don't need no closure. Closure ain't necessary. Girl, just move on. The closure is when that person walked away. The closure is when that person broke your heart. The closure is when that person cheated on you. The closure is when that person said those bad things to you. And we we take that and people tell us that and we start applying that and believing that and making ourselves believe that we really don't need the closure when in fact we really do need that closure because us not having that closure that acceptance about why a situation went bad is keeping us stuck and sometimes we like we really think we be moving on with our lives and this is coming from your favorite home girl because I was her like this is so crazy how this happened in my life I thought I had moved on this situation was over 10 years ago surely I'm good. Surely I've moved on. Like, surely this is not bothering me no more up until I got that closure, that closure that now I wasn't even seeking this closure. I wasn't going out looking for this closure. I had really accepted over the years that, yeah, this closure ain't going to happen. So what move on with my life and I'm good. And sometimes we can't move on with our lives 
A hundred percent. Now we'll move on. We'll get in new relationships. We'll get new jobs. We'll hang with new friends. Like we'll move on with our lives. We'll be productive. We'll start businesses. We'll, we'll do all of these things, but it's still something buried down deep inside of us. That's craving this closure piece. Some of us are craving this closure of why did this go left? It seemed like everything was going right in your relationship. It seemed like everything was going right in that friendship. And all of a sudden it went left. And now you sitting and you worrying yourself because you thinking, what did I do? Where did I go wrong? Like, why did this relationship come to an end? Nothing seemed to be uh, in, in a disarray. Nothing seemed to be going bad. But all of a sudden this ended and the human nature of us automatically going to want to know why something happened. If something is happening, we automatically go want to know what? Why did this happen? What is the reason for this happening? And sometimes we don't get that answer and we just like kind of throw it to the back of our minds. I know for me, that's something that I did. And oh, my goodness, like this is so deep. This this is really something that's so deep. And I know a lot of people have to have dealt with this or even as you listen into this right now, you probably like, man, that, you know, I never even thought about it. And I'm not telling you this to kind of like trigger any bad feelings, but this is just a reality check. Like this is the reality of our human nature. This is the reality of us. Some of us indeed need the closure. And a lot of people have been telling us all our lives that we don't need no closure. Their behavior was closure. Yeah, they may have acted a certain way towards you that was unacceptable, but that really just ain't the closure. That That's not the closure. That's not the why. Because now you questioning yourself, like, what did I ever do to this person to make them act this way towards me? All I did was be nice. All I did was show up for them. All I did was make myself available anytime they needed me. So if I am at somebody's service all of the time and I'm treating you good, but all of a sudden you switch on me and start treating me bad, the human nature in me going to want to know why you switch up. Like, why you treat me bad all of a sudden? I'm going to want to know that. But sometimes we have been taught that we don't need to know that. And I just came to dismantle all of that in this episode because I've been made a believer. Like, I am not on the side of the spectrum anymore that you don't need closure. In fact, you do need closure. And let me tell you the freedom that comes with closure. The freedom I've had over this past almost two months because of receiving closure. It's really like closing a chapter. I wish I had, I I am so big into analogies. I wish I had a book beside me right now. Closure in, in any kind of relationship is really like closing a chapter of a book. You finish reading that chapter and you done with it. You don't have to go back to that chapter. And that is what closure has done for me. And so I did find an article and I want to read some of the ways because this article really helped me. Um, now, this article comes from psychcentral.com. OK, so this is not this article is not 
you know, I ain't come up with these ways to get closure. Now, of course, I am going to elaborate as I read the steps. But if you want to find this article, read it in depth, because I'm not going to read the entire article. I just want to um, read the part where they tell you how to get closure after a breakup. Now, it says after a breakup in this article, but this is these ways really going to help you get closure after a relationship, a platonic relationship, a romantic relationship, a friendship, associateship, situationship. These ways are going to help you get that closure that you need. So the first way that they say on how to get closure is to ask to talk. And it says reaching out to the other person to discuss what happened and ask questions can help you find closure. It's best to avoid reaching out multiple times because it can hinder the healing process. Talking with the other person isn't the only way to find closure. So if they don't want to talk, you can focus on different methods. Now, this one, I'm glad they labeled this one number one because it's so important because sometimes you may go to somebody who violated you or go to somebody that you're trying to figure out where did we go wrong and they may hit you with the cold shoulder. They may say, I don't even want to talk about it. They may say, I don't want to discuss it. If you go to that person and they don't want to discuss it, don't get mad. Don't get angry. Like we have to find different methods to get closure. We know that talking to this person ain't going to produce that closure. But what we don't want to do is go even deeper into that hurt. That's going to keep us even more stagnant. Now we got to heal from something else. We got to heal from this person declining us. We got to heal from this person. We feel so rejected because this person doesn't want to talk. If that person don't want to talk, it's fine. It's their prerogative. They don't have to talk. Now we have to maneuver and try to find other ways to get closure. Now, in some cases, you may go to a person and say, hey, I want to talk about, you know, how our friendship went left. What happened in our relationship? What was it that I did? And they may open up. Now, if you are on that side of the spectrum, which I say that's a lucky side to be on, because a lot of times people just don't want to talk about things. But if you encounter something, Somebody who violated you and they are willing to talk about it, talk about it, get everything out that you need to say. Um, let this person know how they made you feel and try to focus more on yourself. So try not to go to this person when you get closure and say, yeah, because you did X, Y, Z, you did this instead, like change that around and try to say things like. I feel unheard. I feel devalued. I feel unimportant to you. I feel like you don't respect me or like something like that. Just try to go to this person and use more I statements than like just pointing a finger because sometimes you can point the finger at somebody and the first thing they're going to do is get defensive. And they're going to get defensive because it's like you coming to attack me, but all you doing is trying to get closure. So really, when you are going to somebody for closure, make it about you. And it's not selfish. It's not selfish at all for you to make it about you. It's just that, look, I'm going to make sure that you know how I feel. And then we can move forward in the conversation to talk about what you did to me. But it's not my job to make you feel some type of way or to just come and try to attack you and tell you what you did. And you did this and said this. The other person know what they did. They know how they felt. They know why they ended the relationship or why they walked away from you, why the friendship went bad. They know. And they don't need you to come and tell them what they know. They need you to let them know how you feel 
So now they can take how you feel and they can pair it with what they did. And then hopefully y'all can come to some kind of resolution. All right. So that was number one. So number two on how to find closure in a, a relationship, let's just say a relationship is to accept that you may not get answers. It says acceptance is freeing and empowering. It can be hard to find closure when a relationship ends and you don't get the answers you're looking for. If this happened to you, accepting that you may never know the answers to some of your questions can help. And that kind of goes hand in hand with step number one, where they were talking about if people don't want to talk, then you got to find different methods. Sometimes in life, now this is the reality of it. Yes, closure is good, but sometimes in life, you got to accept the fact that you're not going to get answers. And this step really comes after you done tried to get the answers. Like after you, you done tried everything until you was blue in the face, but this person still not breaking. This person still not giving you answers. This person still don't want to talk about it. And so after you've done basically all you can, then you probably have to start accepting the fact that, yeah, this person probably ain't going to open up in this area. This person probably don't want to talk to me about this. This person probably just don't want to relive this or address this. Or this person just feel like they don't owe me an explanation. Whatever side of life that person is on, you have to really just give them that grace or give them that permission. I don't really know the word I'm looking for, but you have to give them that space. Let me just say that you have to give them that space to feel that and to be like that. And it's really not much you can do, but now you got to start looking for different methods and, and really just accepting the fact that, Hey, I may not get the answers that I'm looking for. And if I don't get the answers that I'm looking for, how can I be okay? So then you have to start this self journey of how am I going to be okay when this person is not giving me answers? When I don't know why this friendship came to an end. I was a good friend. I never missed a birthday. I always showed up when this person needed me. I was there at this person's lowest moments. When when I was there for this person, I was a good friend. And you may feel like that's the case, like you were a good friend or you was a good partner. I was a great wife. I was a great girlfriend. You may feel like that, but sometimes you just may not get the answers. So you holding on to that, I really feel like that's a blessing when you know who you are. And this is not to sound arrogant or anything, but when you know the type of person that you are and you know that you do everything in your power to really like show up for people and you can sleep at night knowing that it was nothing that you knowingly did to cause a relationship or a friendship to come to an end. I just really feel like that's a blessing and that'll help you accept the fact that you are not getting closure, that you are not getting the answer that you want to get. All right. So step number three on how to get closure after a relationship or after a breakup, whatever we said after a relationship, didn't we? Okay. So step number three is to consider self-reflection and personal growth. Now y'all know this is, 
This is my realm right here, okay? I am so big on self-reflection and personal growth. But they said, after the end of a relationship, spending time on self-reflection can help you understand yourself and what you've learned. Self-reflection can lead to personal growth and self-improvement, further diverting your focus. So further taking your focus away from the fact that, look, this relationship went bad. This friendship went bad. I ain't got no closure. I don't know what it is that I need to do. Instead, just focus on the self-reflection piece. And that goes back to, to knowing who you are. So if you self-reflecting about a relationship that went bad and you know that you was a good person to this person. You know that you did everything in your power to show up. You know that you wasn't just out here bogus. Um, you know that you didn't just cross this person or do anything to this person that was just real off the chain and bad. Once you self-reflect and you think about those things and you are okay with, with how you acted in that relationship, then this will help you move forward now. There's an, a, a, another side of that coin because sometimes you can do self-reflection and see that you was indeed the problem. So if you are doing self-reflection and you see that you were the problem or you see places in this friendship, or this relationship where you may not have shown up like you could have or you may not have done the things that this person needed you to do or you may not have said the things that this person needed you to say. If you self-reflect and you see that, hey, I, I didn't show up like I should have, apply that to your life, grow from that so that the next relationship you get in, the next friendship you get in, or if that relationship and friendship comes back, because sometimes things can be savage a little bit. I know we're talking about closure, but closure is not just that it ended, it's over with, I'm finna move on. Closure is just you getting, you accepting a situation for what it was so that friendship that relationship something may have happened a situation may have happened but y'all probably can bounce back from that but you need closure in that situation in order for you to move forward so closure is really something that listen it's a lot it, it's a lot when you think about closure but as I was stating if you get to that point and you like you know I see what I did wrong or I see where I could have showed up a lot more then you apply that that's where the personal growth is going to come in at after you self-reflect because now you are thinking about okay this next relationship I'm gonna do this 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 better or when this relationship come back when we rekindle this friendship I'm gonna make sure that I show up in this area I'm gonna make sure that I text this person to ask them how was their day because I know that this is somewhere where I fell short and this caused our relationship to go left or this caused our relationship to end. All right. So let's keep it moving on. I don't even know how many steps they get. Um, so the fourth step is to practice empathy. Now, this is the fourth step step for how to get closure after a relationship um, or after a situation ends, like I don't know how to get closure, baby. That's what this is. So no, uh, step number four is to practice empathy. And it says it's OK to be angry, but practicing empathy can make a difference. One way to do this is by considering the other person's feelings and situation. It can help you identify why things happened the way they did, helping you heal 
and move forward. So the definition of empathy is just your ability to be able to share and understand somebody else's feelings. Okay, so they started out with saying it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be a little upset, you know, because sometimes we, I mean, people just act like we in a good mood every single day. And that is not reality. Sometimes when situations go bad, we be mad. That's bars, but okay. But sometimes when these situations go bad in our lives, we be mad. We be angry. We be a little upset. Sometimes we don't understand why it happened, or sometimes we do know exactly why it happened. And it just produces a lot of emotions and feelings. But even with you being angry, it says practicing empathy can make a difference. Practicing being able to understand somebody else's feelings, even if this person violated you, just being able to understand where they were coming from. Sometimes we just want to like attack people like, no, you did this to me and you said this to me and you made me feel this way. But we need to listen and hear people out. Now, I'm not just saying like because people do be out here doing bogus stuff and they do obvious things that's bogus. So I'm not saying like let people play you like a fiddle or be a toy or a walking mat to people I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is just be empathetic with people and understand that hey they may have some trauma that produced this behavior in them it made them act this way that's not making an excuse for them but what I am doing is I'm being empathetic because I understand that like your mama may have done such and such to you when you was a kid and so this made you do this to me because this is all you seen when you were growing up I'm empathetic to that like I understand your feelings I understand where you are coming from now being empathetic is not the same as making an excuse for people so don't get that twisted okay there is a, a line of demarcation there is a difference I'm not making an excuse and I'm not letting you give me an excuse for why you did it but I am being present in the moment with you and I am understanding and being empathetic with you because I know that you are human and you got feelings too and sometimes when people are doing different things and like they're doing things that are wrong that behavior had to come from somewhere like they had to be learned behavior from somewhere along their life Somewhere along the way, life has made it to where this person has started acting out. This person has started doing different things. This person has started treating people a different kind of way because of stuff they seen, stuff that they heard, things that they've been in uh, themselves, if they've been abused or just like it, it's just it can go on and on. But the gist of it is to just be empathetic with people and this is going to help you get that closure because you can sit and talk about it you can sit and be empathetic just understand where each party is coming from all right so let's keep it rolling this is really good I love this all right so um step number five and how to get closure after a relationship is to focus on forgiveness <laughs> Chad listen y'all before I even read what they say when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, buckle up y'all seatbelts because y'all know that F word, baby. When we talk about forgiveness, when we look, I, I look, I see you. I feel you right now. You twisting. You you ready to fast forward a little bit because you don't want to deal with it. But homegirl, we about to deal with this. We are about to deal with forgiveness because it's super, super important for you to get closure after a relationship, after a situation that's happened. OK, so they said sometimes it's hard to release negative feelings about the end of the relationship. These feelings could be towards yourself or the other person. Either way, it can prevent you from finding closure and peace. Consider forgiving everyone involved to release any toxicity holding you back. Baby, unforgiveness or you lacking to forgive somebody will hold you back every single time, will keep you stuck every single time. You got to practice forgiving people. And sometimes it ain't even about everybody else. It's about that woman in the mirror. Sometimes you need to forgive yourself for what you allowed, for the part that you played in the situation, for the the things that you did in the situation. It ain't even just about you doing it to them or doing it to the other person. What did you do to yourself? Mm. Oh, my goodness. What did you do to yourself in this situation? How many times did you lower your standards in this relationship? How many times did you let them walk all over your boundaries in this relationship? How many times that you did you accept things that this person did just so you could say that you had somebody in your life in that relationship? How many times did you let that friend disrespect you in that relationship and you never confronted it because you like, well, they'll change eventually they'll change. How many times did you allow this person to hurt you over and over and over again? So it's not always about forgiving other people. The hardest person to forgive is who? That, that woman in the mirror. The hardest person to forgive is yourself because you are living with the things that you allow. And the first thing you say is, how could I have been so stupid? How could I have been so dumb to let them do me like that? I was with them 15 years. How could I have been so dumb to stay there for 15 years and do that? Baby, that's a sign that you ain't done forgave yourself. That's a sign that you are being hard on yourself. You're not being kind to yourself. You're not being graceful to yourself. You are sitting there ruminating on this stuff, really thinking hard on these things and not forgiving yourself. And that stuff can build and build and build. So you have to make sure that you are forgiving yourself first. I wholeheartedly believe that if you can't forgive yourself, it's no way you can forgive others because there is a freedom that comes with forgiving yourself. When you can forgive yourself for all the things you did to you, when you can forgive yourself for all the pain you caused in your life, baby, mm, mm, that goes back to that accountability and that self-reflection and that personal growth. When you can forgive yourself, this is how you're going to get closure. But it, it is also so you have to forgive other people. It's some people you got to forgive for what they did to you. 
for how they violated you. I know it's hard. It's not going to be easy. But if you want to experience that closure, these are things that you have to do to really experience that closure because that unforgiveness will hold you back. That unforgiveness will make you stuck. Like it will keep you stuck. It will keep you stagnant right in the place that you are at. You won't be able to move forward. You wonder why you try to get in new relationships. You try to get in new friendships and you can't help but think about what the last person did to you. You can't help but but make other people pay for what somebody else did because you're sitting there and you are comparing these people to the other people because you ain't forgave them. Them people that violated you, you didn't forgive them for what they did to you. And because you didn't forgive them, you making everybody else pay for their mistakes. And that's not fair. So forgiveness is a big component in that finding closure. And we know that forgiveness is a topic that can go on and on and on and on. Like it, it ain't enough time for us to cover. I'm talking about it'll be episodes and episodes and episodes on forgiveness because that's how deep it runs with forgiveness. All right. Okay. So they only got seven points. So we are going to, we are on number six already. All right. So number six and how to get closure after a relationship is to turn to your support system. <laughs> Hello, girl, just heal community. <laughs> now, but turn to your support system. It says you don't have to go through things alone. Mm. Listen, I have been telling so many people that I've been telling so many homegirls that you don't have to go through things alone. And turning to your support system shows that you're strong enough to move forward. Your trusted friends and loved ones want to help you and you'll feel better when they do. Baby, let people show up for you. Quit trying to be superwoman and do everything by yourself because you can't. You need somebody to sit there and listen to you. You need somebody to be there in your presence. Listen to me, somebody just being in your presence or you being in somebody else's presence, it's not a price that you can put on presence. You can't pay for presence. We can't afford presence because people being in your presence or you being in somebody's presence when you are going through things, it is such a comforting thing for you. It is such a comforting thing because you don't have to go through it alone. You got somebody that's sitting right there with you, even if they not talking to you. Because sometimes we we think that when people going through situations, we got to fix them. We got to fix the situation. I want to fix your situation. I want to talk you through it. I want to help you through it. And sometimes all they need is your presence. They just need you to sit in the room. Baby, come sit in the room beside me. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to talk about it right now. I don't need you to help me try to figure this out. I just need you to come sit in the room. Mm. I just need you to come and sit beside me because your presence is far more important at this point in my life. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, sometimes they don't need you to talk and they don't need you to help fix things. And and I'm not saying sometimes you are not going to need that from people. But a lot of times we just need people to sit there with us and just be quiet. 
Just sit there with us and support us. Lean on your support system. And if you are listening to this and you feel like, man, I don't even have a support system. That is what Girl Just Heal exists for, to support you through what you are going through. We may not have all the answers. Like your favorite homegirl don't got all the answers, okay? And I'll be the first one to tell you that. But baby, we're going to figure it out together. Whatever we can't figure out, we're going to talk about it. But lean on your support system. If you feel like you don't have one, the Girl Just Heal community on Facebook is a wonderful resource for you. Lean on your support system. Lean on your homegirls who may have gone through things that you have gone through. And if they haven't gone through the same situations, they've gone through enough in life to be able to give you an encouraging word, to be able to help you through that. But leaning on your support system and being able to talk about these things, get these things off your chest, it's going to help you get that closure that you've been needing, that closure that you've been yearning for, even if you don't know at the moment that you need closure. And that's the thing I found out about closure is that you don't always know when you need it. Baby, sometimes you're going to be going about your life and you're going to be thinking you okay. You're going to be thinking the dust has settled. I have moved on. But baby, sometimes you need that closure. So lean on your support system. All right. So the seventh and final thing. Wow. I just seen this. The seventh and final way to get closure after a relationship is to talk with a therapist. Mm. Listen, it says while turning to your friends and loved ones is beneficial, a therapist can help. When you talk with a professional, they can help you find coping methods and techniques that encourages closure. I'm all about therapy. Okay, like if you've been around the podcast for any amount of time, go back to I think it was like the third maybe like the third or fourth episode of the girl just heal podcast it was titled girl just heal your mental health baby i am all for therapy i believe that therapy is baby now i ain't just saying therapy is the answer to everything because god still be out here guiding okay he be doing his big one but therapy is a real wonderful resource and it can help you and encourage you to get different techniques and different things it can encourage you to look at things a different kind of way when it comes to closure like i'll never forget my therapist i've been in therapy for it's been over a year now your girl has Okay, I got a year anniversary of being in therapy, or should it be called like a year therapy versary? I don't know. Anyway, I've been in therapy for over a year now. And I was talking with my therapist once I got closure in an area of my life that I didn't know I needed closure in. I was talking to my therapist about it. And one of the things she said was, wow, Um, because we had had multiple conversations about like this situation and how I feel, how it makes me feel. And like some things would be coming up during this conversation. But even through our therapy sessions, I didn't know I needed closure at that moment. I just knew that like, 
talking about it would trigger me a little bit or I didn't want to talk about it. I just wanted to switch the subject. And so as I was explaining to her, like, hey, I did receive closure and like kind of went into all of that, how it happened, what was said and just all of these things. She was very amazed. But one of the things I love that she did was she asked me different questions like, how does this make you feel? What is next? What are you going to do with this information now that you have it? And that may sound so small to you listening to this, but that was so significant to me. It was very significant because it's like you have now as my therapist, you have have helped my mind go somewhere that I didn't think it would go furthermore promoting that personal growth, furthermore promoting that evolution of myself, because in my mind, once I got that closure, I was happy. I, I was happy because I felt like a weight was lifted off of me. And because I felt like this weight was lifted off of me, like that's where it ended at for me. But when I talked to my therapist, now it's like, okay, now you got to categorize these thoughts. How did this, how did this make you feel? What are you going to do now? What does this look like in a couple of months? What does this look like now when you think about certain situations? And so I just said all of that to say that going to a therapist, talking to a a professional is very, very helpful in getting closure, not even just getting closure, but just as you navigate your healing journey, the resources that you have, like the Girl Just Heal community on Facebook, this Girl Just Heal podcast, um, the Girl Just, just Girl Just Heal as a brand, girljustheal.com. Like all of this is wonderful resource, is just wonderful resources for you to have. But I still encourage every homegirl to get a therapist. It is okay to have these wonderful resources, but still have a therapist. And one of the things that I do um, inside of the community, the Girl Just Heal Facebook community, is I have a rule that we are here to ask for advice, but we are not a substitute for a medical professional. And that includes a therapist. It is okay for you to talk with a therapist because a therapist can produce a lot of things that like general advice and and general opinions just won't be able to do for you. So getting closure is really like a big deal. And up until recently, I didn't know how much of a big deal it was, but I just pray that this episode blessed you and it encouraged you to do the things that you needed to do to get closure. Take the steps that are necessary for you to get closure in your life about whatever situation you need to get closure in, whatever relationship, whatever friendship, whatever situationship, associateship, all of that. And so let me just um, let you know this resource did come from psychcentral.com psychcentral.com and I am going to drop the link in the description of this episode just so you can access this because they have so much more on this this um, article they did it is a very very good article a very great gem as it comes to um, as it relates to you getting closure in a situation and I am all for getting closure if it makes sense to get closure. 
Now, I ain't telling you just go out here chasing people trying to get closure and they ain't getting, giving you closure. So you chasing them down and you getting mad and frustrated. You relapse and doing all of that. No, if you go to somebody and you try to get closure and they just don't want to give you closure, then, baby, I'm not telling you to fight for closure. But I am telling you it is beneficial to get closure. And don't listen to people that tell you you don't need closure. Because honestly... They don't know what you need. Closure is different for each person. Some people may need closure. Some people may not need closure. It just depends on the person. It depends on the situation. It depends on what you went through. It depends on how you feel about the person that you dealt with, the situation with. It depends on how you feel about that person. Do you want to rekindle something with this person? Are you just done with this person? Does it matter to you? Are you still holding on to the heaviness of the situation? Like it is different things and different um, factors that are there when it comes to getting closure so some people may not need closure some people may be able to sleep at night and never get closure for me I was able to sleep at night but when I got that closure it was something that lifted off of me and now I don't even think about my situation like I used to think about my situation that is the sweet sweet space of closure that's the sweet spot when it comes to closure is that I don't think about my situation like I used to. And when I say like I used to, I used to take that situation from over 10 plus years ago and I used to apply it to my life right now. And I used to to say, oh my goodness, this happened then. It's not happening now. Like I used to really apply this situation to my present. And it wasn't doing nothing but keeping me in a whirlwind of emotions, a whirlwind of feelings, because I didn't know I needed that closure. And when I got that closure, now I'm just like, God, you are good. You are so good because you allowed me to receive something I didn't know I needed. But it came at the right time. And I just cannot wait until the opportunity when I'm able to just disclose even more just on this situation and just talk more about this. And it's just a lot. It's a lot. But that is it for this episode. I pray that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop me a comment down in the comment section. If you are catching the visuals on YouTube or leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if this episode really blessed you. Um, and just let me know how this episode resonated with you. I want to know what closure looks like for you. Okay. I want to know how that look. What do you think about closure? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's not necessary? Just let me in on how you feel about closure okay so we are gonna go ahead and close this episode out and y'all know we're gonna close it out with the girl just heal mantra we're gonna just take a moment to do a breath in and out just releasing all the cares of the day releasing everything that's heavy on us and let's close our eyes and drop in if you are in a space to close your eyes and drop in and the girl just healed mantra is I accept myself for who I am I free myself from all fear and today I choose to heal mm. I accept myself for who I am. 
I free myself from all fear. And today, I choose to heal. I accept myself for who I am. I free myself from all fear. And today, I choose to heal. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Girl Just Heal podcast. I'm Nimoya Bazin. And until we speak again, girl, just heal. All right, homegirl, thank you for tuning in to the Girl Just Heal podcast. We want to make sure that we continue supporting you during your healing journey. So be sure to connect with us on all social media platforms at Girl Just Heal and also join our private Girl Just Heal Facebook community so that you can continue to heal, grow and evolve.